We're talking about something a little bit different today. We're talking about financial freedom. We're talking about financial minimalism, which is a term I had never heard of before. You are going to find this so fascinating, but I hope that you take from this something a little bit deeper, even if you're not in a place where you want to, I mean, who doesn't want more money, but maybe this isn't a huge sort of priority for you right now, but there is a message in today's podcast that I hope you hear. No matter what area of your life you want to improve, the fastest way to get there, the fastest way to see success is a mindset shift. And a mindset shift can happen subconsciously just by consuming sort of information from other people about that specific topic, whether it is finances or organizing or anything in your home that you want to make an improvement in, anything in your life that you want to make an improvement in, listening to podcasts, reading self-help books, listening to audiobooks while you drive has a profound impact on your life. And that is undeniable. Hey Clutterbugs, welcome back to the Clutterbug podcast. I am really excited to share this incredible guest with you today. I'm a huge fan. This is Gabe Bolt. And if you have not seen his YouTube channel, I'm almost scared to share it with you because it's so good. Don't leave me, you guys. Do not leave me. Absolutely incredible, motivational, beautifully shot, and the most incredible message. So welcome, Gabe. Thank you so much for being here. Wow, that was uh, quite the intro. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm, su I'm super excited about this. I stumbled upon your YouTube channel probably six months ago. I don't know why I hadn't seen it before, but I came across it. And the first thing I thought is, oh my gosh, this guy has a degree in film. This is so beautiful and produced incredibly well and your message is so clear your timing is impeccable so as a youtuber i'm just like in awe of your youtube talent but then i got um i got this note that said here it says you you didn't finish school and you have no school. so tell me did you go to film school no no i didn't finish high school even like i'd never picked up a camera until i started my YouTube channel. And even then, like the first video I posted, I didn't know how to edit. So it's just unedited. Um, and it, it's like horrible. Um, but yeah, no, it was all self-taught, like watching YouTube videos of like Peter McKinnon and Casey Neistat and people like that. And then just like copying what they did. And that's kind of how I learned everything. I would like see people who are successful, copy what they do, make a bunch of mistakes and then, you know, move on to other stuff. So yeah, it's been fun. Well, you have a talent because I also watched all of those people and didn't learn squat. You know, I'm like, oh, that sounds great. I'm going to try it. No, it's shaky and horrible and terrible. You're like, you have these pans that like wrap around your head. Stop it. It's ridiculous. Your your YouTube is gorgeous. But I mean, that's just the cherry on top because your message is really incredible. And And I feel like we kind of actually have a lot in common. So I left home at 15, dropped out of high school, um, made a lot of really terrible choices, struggled financially for a really long time. I was working three jobs. I claimed bankruptcy in my mid-20s. I'm just going to be honest because credit cards were a thing. And now I, I'd never heard of it called financial minimalism before, but 
I live way below my means because I never want to go back to a place where I have to worry about money. I want to be able to quit my job today and never worry about money again. And I, I'm almost there. I am there, really. I could absolutely be there. But you're a baby. So like, I'm an old lady. I learned this from years. You are a child. Uh, so this is incredible. And I, I just, I would love to hear more about your story and and how you got started with all of this. Yeah. So um, yeah, about like seven years ago, I I was... What are, how old am I right now? So maybe, yeah, when I was like 18 or 19, uh, my mom recommended a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, and that's kind of like what started everything. That's my first financial book I ever read too. Oh my gosh. Okay, sorry. No, out. I, I love that book. It, it was super good. Um, so that kind of got me down this whole path of like, oh, wait a minute. I don't have to like, because that was like, do I go to college? Do I get my GED? Like go back because I didn't finish high school. And then I was like, no, there's like other ways to do this. Um, and then that led me down reading, like I've probably read, you know, a hundred something finance books and podcasts and YouTube videos and just all this stuff. So that's kind of what got it started. Um, I got my first rental when I was 22. Uh, so I was I did, going I was to ask asking. if you took the rental because that's like such a core rich dad, poor dad message. Exactly. Yeah, no. And it just made so much sense that if you can buy a multifamily, live in one unit, rent the other two out. Now you have no housing expenses. And you can just save everything you make because like that's 30% of your income that you're saving. Uh, and then we did that again a year later. And now we're on our third one now. Um, and mostly just from doing that, I was able to leave my job. My wife was able to leave her job. She doesn't work right now. Um, so just in like three to five years of doing real estate investing, I think like anybody can leave their job. Um, so it's I, I really love that and got excited about that. And right after we got married, I started my YouTube channel because I was all into this uh, the fire movement, which is financial independence, retire early movement. And I was so excited. And I told everybody that I knew about like all the stuff I was learning. And then I like ran out of people. So I started making YouTube videos about it. And then a couple did well. And that's kind of how, how that all worked. But yeah. I love that. And you have a really beautiful, like self-help message. I also read a lot of Rich Dad Poor Dad and all those books and was terrified by the idea of buying rental property because I didn't know anything about it and it just scared me. And so I took the save 10%, like pay yourself first approach, which was arguably much slower, like three years. You're, you're amazing. It was, it was much slower, but I'm such an impulsive person. I have ADHD and I know you were diagnosed with ADHD too. And so it went like generally I'm generalizing, but people who have ADHD are impulsive. And it's like, I get paid a hundred dollars today. I'm spending a hundred dollars tomorrow. It's like, it's hard to think about long-term it's, it's very much like in the moment. And so that's very admirable that you did that. But for me, I had to like, I had to take the different approach of, I got my paycheck. I immediately put things into a savings account that I couldn't touch unless I got my lazy butt to the bank and manually transfer things over, which is never going to happen because I'll forget about that before I get in the car. And um, I was able to save my way to financial uh, freedom and independence. You took a shortcut. I'm I'm very impressed. But are you in a place now? Like, are you a big saver too? Did you take that part from all of those those books as well? Yeah. So I've probably, I was in the top most frugal person you'll like meet for the most part. So we lived in this apartment for free. Uh, you know, we had like an old beater car, went out to dinner like three times a year. 
um, like cooked everything at home, the cheapest stuff that we could find. All my clothes were from the thrift store. Like everything was extremely money saving because when I was younger, like at a certain point, like around 2008, my dad like lost all his income and we we're like, we had no money. So I, I think I still have that where I have some money now and I still, I'm extremely frugal because I'm like, I never want to get in a place where if, if YouTube goes away, if the rentals burn down, if whatever happens, I don't want to ever have to worry about this with my family or whatever, or ever have to like go back and get a job. So uh, I think frugal living, especially when you're not making much money is it helped me like so much. That's how I got enough to actually buy the first rental. And then the second, and the third, if I had instead bought a new car, I'd probably still have a job. So like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I drive used vehicles too. We've never owned a, a brand new vehicle in our lives and we're living in a 1400 square foot house. That's way too small. That's been paid for, for years and years and years. And I'm like, we're working out of here. We have employees. I'm like, I need a bigger house. My husband had a very similar experience to you where at 16, his parents, his dad lost his job. Um, they lived in a huge, gorgeous, like I'm like a mansion house. They had boats and Cadillacs. They went bankrupt and lost everything. And so my husband wouldn't spend anything at all. Like he's so frugal and thrifty. Whereas I was like, woo, YOLO, let's spend every penny. We I know I'm working three jobs like a sucker, but I'm going to spend every dime. And he's the one who introduced me to all these amazing financial books. And it was a mindset shift that came from just having that message repeatedly beat into my head. But for someone who's listening right now, who is of like the traditional mindset, which is money is made to be spent and happiness comes from the more you have, you're kind of making it in life. And you know, you've really made it when you have a hot tub sort of mentality. Um, how can we make a shift? What are some little things, I guess, that people listening can do to sort of start creating that nest egg and make that shift from, I want to have the stuff to, I want to have the money? Well, first off, I, when we bought this house, it had a hot tub. So I do have a hot tub now, but that doesn't mean I'm- I have a hot tub too. I'm terrible. Terrible. Okay, okay. Do you go in your hot tub? Do you use it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We use it all the time because I'm like, well, I'm never going to buy another hot tub and this one's already here. So I might as well use it. So uh we get our use out of that. But yeah, small shifts. I mean, for me, it is like reading, like I obsessed about that. I listened to books and podcasts, like all that, like constantly had it going in my head. And that really gave me so much motivation. I think like you can, there are like saving money tips and stuff, but there's also, if you see by, you know, studying the fire movement or reading a book like set for life or rich dad, poor dad, uh, or a couple others like that, that you can reach freedom and leave your job and have the life of your dreams. And we're going to be traveling for three months in a couple months here. Uh, and like, just be able to do stuff like that. Then that gives you the motivation that shifts your mind to that to like, I'm not sacrificing anything. I am totally happy whether I cook at home or I go out to dinner, whether I have a $5 shirt or a $300 shirt, that doesn't really matter. What matters to me is freedom. So if that's what matters to you, it makes every decision for you by saying, you know, like, what's the best use of this money? Is this going to buy me freedom? Or will I have to work another day because I'm making this purchase? And when it's like that, and you see how close the finish line is, uh, for me, that's I just get excited about it. And I just don't want to spend money because I'm like, but it, it slows me down on my journey. And the journey is like super fun. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I, I love I, I mean, I'm not I'm a high school dropout as well. And for me, it was self-help books. Is this, does this make sense? Like 
constantly just hearing other people's message of who've had success, it like leaked in there or something. It it stuck. It like it was like a tool for my toolbox just rattling around in my in my noggin. And as someone who I never went to post secondary education, but it, I'm learning all the time from others. So I'm constantly looking to self-improve by looking to these gurus. Like I listen to Mel Robbins all the time and her podcast and and Tony Robbins. He's old school, man, but nothing fires me up like some good old Tony Robbins and Dave Ramsey. I listen to his podcast all the time when just doing things. And and then I I notice subconsciously I'm making these more positive, healthy choices because of this mindset shift. So and you are the same. And you know what's so bizarre? All the most successful people that I know in my life are people who consume self-help books, podcasts, watch it on YouTube. What the deuce? Is this the secret? Gabe, is this the secret? It might be. It's so weird because I keep meeting people. Like uh, I went to, to Vid Summit this year. I met like a bunch of other finance YouTubers. We're all like the same people. It's like we're, we watch the same stuff, like even what you're saying, like we, we watch all the same stuff, listen to the same stuff, have the same mindset, similar background. We probably spend our days similarly. We have ADHD, like all this stuff. Um, and I think that is like having a growth mindset is really like you could reach any one of the levels that probably we've reached and be like, OK, this is cool. I'm going to chill now. I deserve a car. I deserve whatever. But if you do that, like after a couple months, you're bored. Like when I left my job. And, you know, I didn't work and you're like, you just play video games. So like, okay, you're like a month later, you're like, I'm not fulfilled anymore. I might have stuff or time or whatever, but unless you're building something and growing, like I get depressed, like honestly. So um, I think that is one of the keys is like to brainwash yourself in a positive way. Subscribe to all those people on Instagram and YouTube that you see them every single day. You're reminded of it and you'll just, your life will transform just because that's what you're consuming. Like what goes into your brain, like kind of it changes you at least it you know it did for me i don't know it did for me too and honestly all the people who i'm friends with all the people i talk to who are successful it's the same thing it isn't through people think it's hard work and determination and self discipline i have zero self discipline i'm the i'm the most impulsive <clears throat> i mean i almost like when i grow up the one life skill i want is self discipline i don't think i'll ever have that and yet despite that i've had tremendous success financially and in my career and in my personal life. And I'm like, what is the secret? I really think it's, it's this, it's consuming this amazing content. That's so positive. That's so uplifting. That has this great message that I'm doing these acts without even realizing that I'm doing it. And when I first started my journey on YouTube, I was a slob. I, I couldn't get my dishes done on a daily basis. Like I had so much clutter and I started consuming a lot of books on decluttering and getting organized. And I trained my brain. I learned. I think education doesn't stop at high school and, and it doesn't have to be like us crushing books and studying. It can be literally us just driving while listening to a podcast. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I used to do when I had, at one point I had a full-time job. I was part-time real estate. I started my YouTube channel and then I was also like doing the rentals. Um, and at my job, I would drive for like eight hours a day and I would just listen to like a book a day and it, yeah, it was so much motivation. And then also I think it's like the, the habits as well. Like I read this book called the one thing and it just talks about having your, your overall goal, whatever that is for me, it's YouTube. And every day for the past four or five years, however long I've been doing it. I do one thing every day for YouTube. Today, it was shooting a video. Tomorrow, it might be shooting a thumbnail. The next day, reading 
a book to research something. And it, it's just doing one small thing every single day. And you stack that for years and your life changes dramatically, whether that's going to the gym or eating healthy, whatever it is, just taking that, like building systems and small things that you do for a long period of time. It's not like crazy stuff that people get intimidated by. It's like the small changes that you, you just become, that's what I do. That's who I am, you know? Yeah, I I 100% do. Whether you're starting with your home, it's like, I'm just going to never go to bed with dirty dishes in the sink. Or yep. when it comes to your finances, for me, I just set up an automatic transfer that my money just gets transferred into savings. I only had to have self-discipline for five minutes to set that up with my bank online. And now it's just this consistent thing that happens. Um, Atomic Habits is my, like, that is the book for me that just made such a huge impact on my daily life because I'm such an all or nothing person. I look at like uh, my weight is something I definitely struggle with. And I'm like, I got to eat vegetables and I have to like run and what the heck? And I got to, it's like, no, Cass, you just have to meal plan, right? You just have to like write down what you're going to eat for dinner and, and stick to that. It's not a big deal. I only have to have discipline a little bit and it makes a big impact. I'm still eating candy, Gabe, listen, but, um, but it's all about those small micro changes we can make. I'd like to take a second to thank KiwiCo for sponsoring today's podcast. KiwiCo is a subscription service where every month you're going to get a different crate filled with really fun activities for kids. These are things like STEM projects, so science, technology, engineering, math, and art. Really hands-on, super cool activities that your kids can do, and it's delivered to your door every single month. I feel like this is a perfect holiday gift. Instead of getting a toy from the store that's going to be chucked to the side, why not give them something hands-on, a project that's going to teach them creativity, independence, and really a lifelong passion. We've been doing the science of cooking and my 10-year-old is now obsessed with making delicious recipes in the kitchen and I'm so grateful to KiwiCo for that. Right now, you can get your first month free on any crate line at kiwico.com forward slash clutterbug. That's your first month free at kiwico.com slash clutterbug. So Gabe, you are very young and you've made huge, incredible sacrifices to get the life of your dreams. But I'm curious, how does your wife feel about your extreme frugality? So I actually, I also have a daughter and she's six months old today, actually. So, um, but yeah, my wife wasn't, uh, she hadn't like heard about any of this stuff until I, she met me. Um, but honestly, just having like open and honest conversations about stuff. And then she saw like we wanted to have kids and now we have a kid. Um, and I was like, if we can sacrifice and live in this little apartment that we're renovating for like a couple of years, cause it's like you get one apartment, you renovate it, get the next apartment, you renovate it while you're living there. All this like working constantly, like in a couple of years, you'll be able to, you know, stay home with, and I'll be able to stay home and we'll never miss a soccer game. We'll be able to travel. We'll be able to do anything we want to do with these kids we'll have insane freedom if we can sacrifice for a few years. And when I kind of explained stuff to her, she's like, that totally makes sense. I don't care about going out to dinner, you know, 20 more times. If I do or don't, I won't be any happier in a year, but I will be if we don't have to work. And then, you know, you compound that, you know, I use going out to dinner, but it's 50 different things uh, that are small that really add up to tens of thousands of years that you're saving and then investing that. And, you know, like a lot of it's scary and, I don't know. It, it's, it's a different lifestyle for sure than most people. 
but then also we're we're in our you know mid 20s and we're also living a very different lifestyle it's because we did that for just a few years like it's not really a sacrifice that's incredible. I'm in my mid forties. And so if you're listening to this and you're like, must be nice. I miss the boat. I'm older. There's, there's never, you're, it's never too late to start. And you definitely took a really drastic approach, but you can still dig your way out of a financial hole and build a nest egg, no matter how old you are. And it starts with little tiny changes. So if somebody's listening right now, where can they start? Obviously, they can start watching your YouTube, but are there other podcasts and books and and things that you recommend or or something that someone can do to dip their toe in the financial minimalism water? Yeah. So, I mean, financial minimalism, I don't know if like actually, I kind of like stole that keyword because I think Graham Stephan used it once and then I he, he like stopped making videos about it. And then I was into minimalism at the time because like I did decluttering content on my channel for a while because I was really into minimalism. Now I'm going back to finance because that's also what I'm into right now. And uh, I'm glad for it because your videos were so much better than mine. And I'm like, this guy yeah. with his decluttering, he's got to calm down. You're amazing. Okay. I'm sorry. Well, it's just, I, I like figured out, I'm like, I'm not smarter than anybody else, but I can put in a lot more effort. So that's my general rule of thumb with YouTube. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of the, like, but when you look at the the minimalism and the fire movement, they're very similar mindsets where it's the less you spend, the less you have to earn, therefore the less you have to work. And if you just don't spend much, you can, like I'm lazy. That's like my general driver in life of like, if I don't spend much, I don't have to do anything. And if I buy a bunch of stuff, then I'll have to go work more and I don't want to work more. Um, and just the simpler it is, like I get stressed out and anxious, wicked easy. Um, so just automating my finances, like you talked about, um, and just cutting down all my expenses, getting rid of Netflix and Hulu and all these different things that don't really add a lot. Um, and just cutting down all my monthly expenses makes things a lot less stressful, um, for me. So even just going through, um, something that I've started to do over a, a while anyways, is look through like my last month of, uh, my credit card statement and just observe what I spent. And then you realize like, I bought 13 things on Amazon. Do I remember one of those things? Did, did they make any difference in my life? Um, and just really starting to, yeah, kind of, kind of look at, at your spending in not like a judgmental way, but just like observing and be like, if that was somebody else, would I say that that's a good idea? Um, and then I also like for books set for life is a really good book on like the fire movement by Scott Trench. Um, read this down. he, uh, Sorry. He's part of the, let's see, Bigger Pockets, which is like a like real estate podcast and and uh, website and stuff. So if you're into real estate, Bigger Pockets is where I learned most of my real estate stuff. Uh, but then he did a very similar thing that I did, which was, you know, the multifamilies was able to leave his job in a couple of years and extremely frugal type deal. Um, and the, the thing is, like anybody can do that is just are you willing to make a sacrifice? Like, are you willing to step from a nice single family home back to a multifamily for two years and then you can quit your job forever or do you want to stay there and you're unwilling to make a big change and it might take 10 years longer but it depends on what you want to do so those were kind of some of my top ones well now you're making me want to buy a multi-family unit so yeah I mean you're just like you could do this thing that's easy and make tons of money or you could just do this thing and not make tons of money but I guess it's up to you <laughs> it, it is no like rentals are stressful and it, it's like a part-time job but compared to what I was making, like there's nothing else I could do where if you, 
you know, this is might pay me a thousand dollars a month for the rest of my life. And I have to put in, you know, 20 hours a year. Like what else can I do? That's going to earn me that much. And you can't. Um, so, well, it is stressful and a responsibility and I put my entire life savings into buying it and fixing it up. There's, there's no other investment that I can make besides investing into myself and my channel. That's going to pay as much. Um, so that was kind of my, my hack. You're seriously making me want to buy a multi-family unit right now. This, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's good. You're, you're, you're amazing. You are a kid. And I can say that because I'm an old <laughs> lady, you are a kid and you just, um, really have your life together and it's impressive and it's inspiring. And your YouTube channel is so motivating and beautiful. And I want everybody listening, please to go seriously, check it out, but please don't leave me. Okay. Um, because you're, you're going to be blown away blown away. So please, Gabe, tell our listeners how they can find you and, and where they can find out more from you. Well, thank you very much. Um, yeah, I mean, like I, I only do stuff on YouTube. I honestly, I don't have any social medias on my phone because I end up looking at them. Um, so I'm trying to post more in other places like Instagram, but just, just check out Gabe Bolt on YouTube and that's, that's all I do. Um, yeah. I love that. I need to, I, I feel so much pressure as a YouTuber to be everywhere. Yeah. And now TikTok's a thing and I'm just like, what? And it's so much work and so much pressure. And you, you have really good boundaries on yourself. And that's so admirable. You're like, I, I want to just, I want to stay in my lane and do what I'm good at and, and keep growing that. And that's really, really admirable. So congratulations for all of your success. It's, well deserved and i'm i'm truly truly inspired and motivated by you so thank you and i know my listeners will be too uh so thank you again I'd, i hope to chat again with you in the future and thank you everybody for listening we'll see you guys next time